0: Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. Happy Monday to everyone. Hope everyone had a really good weekend. Let me know if you did anything exciting in the comment section. i love to live vicariously through all of your adventures. No Joe at the moment. i um, mean, he's going to try and get internet. If he can, he'll chime in. And when that does, we'll bring him on. Uh, but no Joe right now. But there's lots to talk about. Lots to talk about because the narrative that had been developing for a week on Afghanistan that it was inevitable, that there was nothing the Biden administration could do. Obviously, we knew that was a lie. The other narrative that, oh, Biden was asleep at the wheel, also partially true. But now we're hearing new reports and published by the Washington Post, get to that in a little bit, that the United States commanders were actually offered control of Kabul by the Taliban. As the Taliban were advancing on Kabul, the Taliban recognized it was going to be hard to hold the city, and the Taliban offered to let the United States control it, entire city, capital, and Biden and his cronies turned them down, said, nope, we don't want it, we'll take the airport. If you've been watching the show for a long time, you know there is a word that I try and shy away from, because it's very politically charged, very loaded, and quite often used Removed from its official definition. And that word is treason. Treason has a very real definition. It's one of the three crimes that are actually included in the Constitution by the founding fathers. These were crimes that they wanted to make sure were in the Constitution so that politicians couldn't just come along, change the definitions, and then prosecute their political opponents. But so there are three crimes that are in the Constitution. The first is uh, counterfeiting. I mean, that's pretty obvious, right? Counterfeiting. If you want counterfeiting, you want to make sure that you don't just let people change the rules. The other one, obviously, is treason. So let's let's go ahead and put up that image, Mr. Producer. I have it right here. Um, this is image number one. Image number one. Image number one. This is the definition of treason. They put it in the Constitution. And it reads, treason against the United States shall consist only in levying war against them or in adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. No person shall be convicted of treason unless on the testimony of two witnesses to the same over act or on confession in open court. And then Congress shall have the power to declare the punishment for treason. But no attainder of treason shall work corruption of blood or forfeiture except during the life of the person attainted. So very simple. It's levying war against the United States. We're giving aid and comfort to our enemy. Let me go ahead take that down. So I, I told you the other one, counterfeiting and treason. The other one is piracy. Three words. Uh, three crimes actually outlined in the Constitution. Every other crime, U.S. crime, is written into U.S. law, and it can change, and it has regulations attached to it. But piracy, counterfeiting, and treason are the only 3 that They're actually defined in the Constitution. Very hard to change, and the founders want that way. They wanted to make sure that, that Democrats couldn't just accuse Republicans of treason because it's a, it's a death penalty offense. right? Treason is potentially a death penalty offense. can't just have that definition being changed every two to four years. So we try and shy away from using the word treason because it's notoriously hard to prove. You actually have to prove that they've either taken up arms against the United States or helped our enemies, and you need witnesses or a confession. And lots of times the, the term enemies is, is used pretty loose, loosely, right? The Democrats accused Donald Trump of treason for Russian collusion. Russia is without a doubt one of our geopolitical foes, right? They're, they're I mean, they're not as powerful as they used to be. But is Russia an enemy? Are, are we actually at war with Russia? Well, right now, no. There's probably some proxy wars going on in different countries that the Russians are helping the other side, but we're not technically at war with Russia. So I, I always shy away from using this term because it's very hard to prove that a they've helped an enemy, and that there's people that would that would uh, testify as to that in open court. But with Joe Biden now, we are now getting a picture that shows that yes, he did commit treason. He did. He absolutely did. So if we go to image number six, jump ahead to image number six, this is the 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 headline for the a Washington Post article that that published over the last couple of days, and the headline is "Surprise, Panic, and Fateful Choices: The Day America Lost Its Longest War." And they go in and they explain just what happened on the day that that Kabul fell. And I want to let you read, and I'll read it for everyone, this part. Put up image seven, Mr. Producer. In hastily arranged in-person meetings, senior U.S. military leaders in Doha, including McKenzie, the commander of U.S. Central Command, spoke with Abdul Ghani Baradar, head of the Taliban's political wing. We have a problem, Baradar said, according to the U.S. official. We have two options to deal with it. You, the United States military, take responsibility for securing Kabul, or you have to allow us to do it. Throughout the day, Biden had remained resolute in his decision to withdraw all American troops from Afghanistan. The collapse of the Afghan government hadn't changed his mind. McKenzie, aware of those orders, told Baradar that the U.S. mission was only to evacuate American citizens, Afghan allies, and others at risk. The United States, he told Baradar, needed the airport to do that. On the spot, an understanding was reached, according to two other U.S. officials, the United States could have the airport until August 31st, but the Taliban would control the city. So right there, last line, two witnesses have reported to the Washington Post that a deal was struck on Joe Biden's orders. It says on Joe Biden's orders that they were, they were very clear. We're, we're withdrawing. We're not saving the city. A deal was struck to surrender Kabul. To surrender Kabul. So why does that matter? When Kabul fell the Afghan government collapsed. When the Afghan government collapsed, the police and military went running from their posts. And when the police and military went running from their posts, there was nowhere, no one left to help protect the airport. So if you didn't have the Taliban take Kabul, you'd still have an Afghan government. It probably wouldn't be as powerful, but you still have an Afghan government. You still have police. You still have some military. And you still have some operational control of the area around the airport. And you probably would have had a better chance, no guarantee, but would have had a better chance of stopping the suicide bomber before he reached the gate, detonated, and killed 13 Americans and over 169 other civilians. So why do I say that Joe Biden committed treason? Because you don't just surrender Kabul. When your enemy says, do you want the capital city of this country you've been at war in for 20 years? You don't say no. You don't. You don't say no. Now I understand logistically securing an entire city is is a tall task. I get that. It is it is hard to secure an entire city. But understand that if Kabul didn't fall, the government probably wouldn't have fallen. Would still it would would be a puppet. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't have complete control of its countryside. But there'd still be government. There'd still be police. There'd still be military. It wouldn't just be the United States patrolling all the streets on its own. When your enemy says, hey, do you want the capital city or do you want us to topple the country? You don't say, hey, go co- topple the country. We just need the airport. Because we've seen the airport is indefensible. We've shown pictures of it over the last couple of days. They're just, they just wrapped wa- razor wire around. They have some concrete little waist-high barriers, a couple a of couple walls, but it's just razor wire. That's not defensible. The, the, the terrorists are lobbing rockets into the, into the airport. There's now people reporting that the Taliban may have let the suicide bomber threw. I mean, (laughs) by all definitions, we would have been much better off if the Taliban wasn't controlling Kabul. And maybe Kabul fell anyway. Maybe it fell anyway. But it wouldn't have fallen on that day. When you're trying to evacuate all these people, every day, every minute, every second counts. So for Joe Biden and his administration to surrender Kabul, let's make sure that we say it as it is. This was a surrender. The Taliban offered to let the United States keep Kabul. Not forever, just for the evacuation, right? And Joe Biden said, no, thanks. You can have it. No, thanks. No, thanks. You can have it. Now there are 13 dead Americans. 13 dead Americans. Also treason giving aid and comfort to our enemies. It's been well documented that the Taliban are going door to door, hunting down not only Americans, but also Afghan allies, special forces, translators, people who helped us for 20 years in this war. Joe Biden admitted over the weekend that, yeah, we probably did give them the list of those people. It's not suspicion anymore. The Biden administration did give a list of Americans and Afghan allies to the Taliban. That was a rescue list, but no one was allowed to rescue them. The minute it was handed over to the Taliban, it became a kill list. Is that giving aid and comfort to the enemy when you give the enemy the list of our people stuck behind their lines could you imagine that could you imagine just just think, uh, just think about the movie saving private ryan saving private ryan imagine if instead of sending those troops to go rescue private ryan imagine if the u.s military called up the nazi high command and said hey we have this private ryan he's in this area we need you to, to help go get them. Just imagine. This is so dumb. There's no way, there's no way to explain that away. Yeah, yeah here, here's the list of our people. We're trying to rescue them. We're actually, we're not allowed to rescue them. And when the veterans who are there on their own accord, they rescue them, we turn them away. We'll get to that in a second. But here, maybe you, enemy of ours for 20 years, maybe you can go save the very people you're hunting and trying to kill. Here you go. Here's a list. And then we, we, we referred to it. We, we, we mentioned it last week. The United States also left behind the biometric system that, that reads the iris scans right, and the fingerprints to help verify people's identities. Because when you're in a country like Afghanistan, you don't have a very, um, a very good document system there's nothing in the cloud there's the only clouds overhead in afghanistan are the cumulonimbus right there's no there's no cloud infrastructure in afghanistan to verify whether someone is real or not so the u.s military uses biometrics because you can't fool that i mean you technically can but when you're when you're a goat herder in the mountains of afghanistan you're not going to fool the iris scanner they use those during the evacuation they left the iris scanners behind including the database of everyone who was entered into it So how is that not treasonous? You give them the list of who you're searching for and you left behind the very hardware and software and databases that they use to verify the identities of the people on that list. That that has to be giving aid and comfort to the enemy. It has to. If that's not giving aid and comfort to the enemy, I don't know what is. So yes, Joe Biden is is a treasonous traitor. How else do you define it? And I get it. People are still like, well, Kamala Harris is worse. She may be worse, but that's not a defense for this man to occupy the Oval Office for one more second. It's not. You commit treason. You don't get to stay in office because the the lady behind you might be more treasonous. No, you get him out. And then when she starts doing stuff, you get her out. I mean, that's the way the system's supposed to work. You're not supposed to have treasonous traitors occupying these offices. And just staying there because, oh, well, don't you realize that if, if they be, were impeached, then Nancy Pelosi would become president? You impeached her too. I mean, what is this? What is this? The impeachment clause in the Constitution is the only fail safe to remove a president from office outside of an election year, other than the 25th Amendment. That's another amendment. But that requires his cabinet, Biden's cabinet, to say he's unfit for, for office. This is isn't the mental fitness, though that is definitely a reason to remove Biden's ass from office. This latest news is, no, this is treason. Whether whether he, he, ha- he had his whole faculties or not, this is treason. This is treason. You gave aid and comfort to the enemy. You surrendered the city, ensuring the fall of the government. You can directly trace it. You can directly trace it from the Biden administration's decision to surrender Kabul Trace it directly to those 13 Americans who were killed. You can. You absolutely can. It pisses me off. It should piss everyone off. Whether you, whether you served in Afghanistan or not, whether you had family who served or, did, or not, it should piss everyone off. Because the Biden administration is still, is still claiming that this is the gold standard. They are claiming that they have evacuated more people than ever before in, in American history. <laughs> and they've been saying on Fox News, like, oh, that's like the arsonist taking credit for the fire. No, that's not the ar- arsonist taking credit for the fire. That is like the arsonist setting the fire and then clapping when five different fire stations show up to put it out. But oh man, it was a, it was a five alarm blaze. It was a six alarm blaze. Wow, what a, what a great response. Well, you didn't need the response. The response wasn't necessary. You caused it, you caused the chaos. You caused the crisis. 13 people are dead because of you, Biden, because of you. And is it is it is it too much to ask you to stay awake, Joe Biden? We're gonna play this. Oh, the fact checkers say Joe Biden did not fall asleep because his fingers were twitching. Oh yeah, sure, Joe Biden wasn't asleep. <laughs> yeah, okay, fact checkers say it didn't happen. Let's play the video and you can you can decide for yourself. Play cut zero. Cut zero. Up. Oh, Up. Oh, did we? Did we lose, Josh? Josh says his sound has failed. That's not good. Can everyone still hear me? Can everyone still hear me? Let me know in the comment sections if you can still hear me. Not very good. Uh, <laughs> people can still hear me. They're they're commenting on what I just said. Um, so I don't know. Can we can we pl- oh, can we can we play the video without the sound, Mr. Producer? Because you don't really need the sound. It's just a picture. It's just a video of, of Joe Biden sleeping. Can we do that? Oh, he can't hear me. So I, I guess I have to now play cut zero. <laughs> I have to type in the instructions to him. Play cut zero, Mr. Producer. Play cut zero. Play, oh my goodness, this is what? It now. Play it now. Yet another chapter in the beautiful story of the friendship between our two nations, the United States of America and the Jewish and democratic state of Israel. Both of us who seek to do good and need to be strong. Both of us who are. So let me know. Let me know here what you think. Is he sleeping? Or was he awake? No, I, I understand that people sometimes close their eyes when they're really paying attention. When I'm listening to music, sometimes I close my eyes to better hear it. I, I don't know. Was he sleeping? Was he awake? Did he, know, did he doze off? There I go. The fact checkers are like, oh, well, he couldn't have slept because he spoke 30 seconds later. Oh, oh, so the elderly man can't take a micro nap. That's interesting. I mean, that's not it. That's the fact check. Couldn't have slept because 30 to 45 seconds later, he spoke. Wow. Wow, that's that's good to know. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Going to remind everyone. Going to remind everyone. Um, I'm going to tell Josh that I'll point. I'll point for the next one because it's going to take too long for me to type this out. Um, we're going to go in order with these. But no, he you, you, you couldn't have been, could have been asleep because he was... He was, uh, <laughs> he, he, his thumbs were twitching and he, uh, <laughs> and he spoke 30 seconds later. So I'm going to tell everyone you got to hit the share button because if, if you put up image zero, Mr. Producer, as we were going live, we scheduled this out the very second, the very second we posted this on Facebook, Facebook said, oh, wow, your, your post is getting 82 or 85.7 percent less engagement pretty pretty incredible right so you gotta hit the share button you gotta hit the share button they don't want us talking about this hit the share button comment 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 if you're on DLive do give us um, lemons do do comment help us reach the front page of DLive we usually are I'll, I'll hand out some lemons right now hand out some lemons let's get this lemon um, giveaway going so <laughs> yeah so we, we, we played the trees indefinite. We showed you the trees definition How about this? Before we get too fired up, I want to play a little footage of um, the dignified transfer that took place at Dover. Before we get too fired up, let, let's let's do what, what Joe Biden couldn't seem to do. And let's have a moment of silence that is devoid of us um, checking our watches. So let's play cut number one. In Afghanistan for these yeah. last few hours, as they try to evacuate as many Americans and American allies as possible. Yeah, it's yeah, honestly it's heartbreaking to them because they know they've got they're leaving and they know what they're leaving because they see it. They're eyeball to eyeball with the human dimension. They see who's trying to leave and they know that they can't get them all out. They know that, yeah, yeah. and they don't know if they're going to be Americans or others that are out General, there. General, I, I beg your pardon. We have another. Um, flag-draped casket coming out. I'd like to just take a moment of silence and let us take this in. So that was a little bit we're not going to play too long too much because obviously can't have a podcast with too much dead air. But if you were able to make it that whole time without checking your watch, without checking the time on your phone, without checking the time on your laptop, congratulations. You are more uh, honorable than the president of the United States. Let's play it. Cut number zero. Sorry, cut, cut two. cut two. Uh, Nicole G., who was the, one of the two female Marines who were killed among the 13, she was the one who posted that Instagram post holding the baby saying, I love my job, just a few days ago. Only for a minute. Only for a brief, brief second. But it was long enough, Miss Brewster, put up my screen, long enough for this screenshot. If we put up my screen. It was only, it was only a quick look. It was only a quick look, but... Screenshot lives forever. And, and I keep saying this, the different pictures are going to go down in history um, memorializing Joe Biden's administration. I thought it was going to be the one with him like this at the at the, at the podium. I think it might be this. W- where does he have to go? Where do you have to go? It's like 30 minutes from your Delaware house. Where do you have to go, Joe Biden? What? Oh, I have a big meeting, I promise, I swear. Oh, where do you have to go, Joe Biden? What, what do you... <laughs> Why do you need to know? Are you looking to see what time you have to take your meds? Why are you looking at your watch? These are the men you killed being marched in front of you, put into the back of vans where they'll be brought to their loved ones for burial. You did this, Joe Biden. You did this through your combined incompetence and your treason. You did this. So why are you checking your watch? If anyone knows, what he was doing there let me know because i can't think of anything more important than what was happening in that moment we go ahead and take that down mr producer so joe Biden then gave a press event for fema because obviously there's a hurricane making landfall uh, made landfall in louisiana and we hope that all of our bayou brothers and sisters are safe in louisiana um, whether you can watch this or not or not, we're all praying that you are safe, that you don't have too much property damage, and that everyone makes it through. Um, so he went to this FEMA event, and he literally said, "No questions about Afghanistan. No questions." Play cut number three. Commissioner, I, I really think it all works. I'm not. I'm not supposed to take any questions, but go ahead, Mr. President. On Afghanistan, I'm not going to answer Afghanistan now. Can you say if they're still in okay. acute risk? Like- Okay, so there is President Biden there at FEMA headquarters in D.C. So, yeah. Uh, I'm not going to take any questions, but go ahead and ask a question. On Afghanistan? Nope, not answering Afghanistan. <laughs> so, the place he had to be was apparently that FEMA meeting. But he won't answer any questions on Afghanistan. Pretty interesting, huh? This is our, this is our commander-in-chief. This is the guy apparently leading us. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And here's how, here's also, this isn't treason, but this is absolutely impeachable. Dereliction of duty. Put up image number two, Mr. Producer. This is the the new report coming out of Politico. Pentagon prepared for mass casualty attack at the Kabul Airport hours before the explosion. Detailed notes of three classified calls provided to Politico show top Pentagon officials knew of imminent threat, but struggled to close the Abbey Gate. This adds a whole nother level to this. The whole question of what did you know and when did you know it? They knew the attack was coming. They knew hours ahead of time. They knew where, what gate they were attacking, and they didn't evacuate the troops. Now, I get it. You you can't just evacuate the troops. You have to hold the line. I get it. But how did 169 civilians have to die? How did 13 Americans have to die? They knew the terrorist attack was coming. They knew where it was coming. And they still put those Americans there. They still had the civilians there. They could have dispersed that crowd. Hell, the Taliban does it every day. They start whipping people. Not saying we do that. But <laughs> are we really saying that these goat herders with whips, they can clear the crowd, but the United States military can't? They knew for hours that this was coming. And 13 Americans are still dead. They weren't, they weren't moved back. They weren't moved back to a safe position. They weren't they didn't fortify the area. No, they left them there. They left them there. They knew for hours, and Americans are dead because they couldn't actually couldn't actually do anything with the intelligence. And when they finally ask the question of the Defense Department spokesperson, he won't answer it. Let's jump ahead. We're going to play cut number six and being asked about why they left the troops there. If they knew the attack was coming, cut six. Uh, According to Politico, the U.S. knew where the attack would roughly where the attack would take place on Thursday and when it would attack when it would take place. Why were there U.S. troops at that gate at that time? Jeff, um, what I can tell you is that uh, we have been monitoring as close as we can uh, intelligence that uh, led us to believe uh, that we are in a very dynamic and, in, in some cases, specific uh, threat environment. Um, uh, number one. Number two. Uh, as General McKenzie said, we're going to we're going to investigate. We're going to get to the bottom uh, of what happened last Thursday. Uh, Thirteen precious lives were lost. We're going to take that seriously, and we're going to and we're not going to investigate it in public. Uh, number three. I am absolutely not going to speak uh, to. Uh, a, a press story that was informed by the unlawful disclosure of classified information. Oh, uh, sensitive deliberations here at the Pentagon. Just not going to do it. Oh, oh, so he won't use classified information. He won't talk about that. He won't talk about that. Wow. Oh, where was that when Trump was being impeached? Where was that? Where was that narrative? Because when Trump was being impeached over Ukraine, it was a very different set of circumstances. Huh? Interesting. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I'm going to see if I can pull some quotes from John Kirby on Ukraine. But in the meantime, I want to let you know the Pentagon still doesn't know the number of Americans left behind in Afghanistan. Let's go ahead and play. Um, That is cut number five. I'm afraid to. the State Department on uh, on the, the the numbers of Americans they're still in contact with. That's that's uh, something for them to speak to. Still don't know. They still don't know. Pretty incredible, huh? Let's see if I can find John Kirby on impeachment. I know he supported it. He absolutely supported it. <laughs> but nope, nope. We uh. <laughs> now we're now we're worried about the unauthorized uh, disclosure of classified information before didn't care yeah where's where's colonel vindman he was a hero now these politico pre- uh, reporters informing us that the, that the biden administration knew where the attack was going to be and they didn't clear the troops out of harm's way now it, it is it is becoming more and more evident that this <laughs> whether it's joe biden everyone joe biden his his deputies everyone is ink they're incapable of doing the job saving people when they need to be saved which is why we are proud to be sponsored by air Make care network because if you need to be saved here in the united states and you're a member they will make sure you get airlifted to the hospital that you need to get to at no cost very very important you don't get to choose when an emergency or a natural or, or a medical disaster strikes you don't get to choose and whether you're out hiking or climbing a mountain or just in the suburbs you also don't get to choose how you have to go to the, air, the, the hospital. You'd be surprised how many people in the suburbs get in a car crash and they have to be airlifted because there's too much traffic to drive them by ambulance. Well, Medicare Network, proud sponsor, they make sure you don't have to worry about the bill associated with that air medical transport. If you become a member, it, it starts at $85 for one year, and that includes coverage for your entire household, not just you, not just your spouse, your household. It's less if you're a senior citizen, and it works out to be less per year if you buy three or five years at a time. But when you become a member, should a medical emergency ever strike and you need to be airlifted, you won't pay one cent for the flight as long as you're flown by an AMCN provider, and they fly over 100,000 patients a year. So we're proud to partner with them because this is common sense stuff. And and the more we talk about Joe Biden in Afghanistan, the more proud we are to partner with a company that actually promises – they promise to help you in your time of crisis, and they deliver. So you're going to want to go to the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And when you use promo code daily, you're going to get up to $50 back. It's a bonus in the form of an e-gift card, depending on how many years you sign up for. So again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily. And use promo code daily to get up to $50 back. So they knew it was coming. They knew the attack was coming. They had the opportunity to control Kabul, which would have given them Better security around the airport. Yeah, the United States military doesn't have the personnel to to safeguard all of Kabul, but maybe the government doesn't collapse. Maybe the police don't walk off. Maybe the military doesn't throw down their weapons if the U.S. doesn't just surrender Kabul to the Taliban. So you have that. You have the fact that Joe Biden, his team handed over the list of Americans to the Taliban, the very people they were hunting down to try and kill. Oh, here's the list. Oh, and oh by the way, we left behind the biometric machine so you can verify their identities when you do find them. And oh, by the way, don't worry, we're telling them not to come to the airport. We're telling them to sit tight. So the last known address is probably where they they are. they're hiding probably hiding in a closet. And oh, yeah, we're not allowing the military to go out and help them. And oh yeah, by the way, when we do let when we do have people out uh, trying to save people, if they're not officially, in uniform, we turn them away too. Have you heard about this? There are veterans, and this is great. I mean, we talked about Dunkirk on the show last week. Uh, Dunkirk, the famous evacuation of British soldiers from, um, from Europe, and they were saved by just British fishermen, people who owned boats, took their boats across the English Channel and saved the troops that were being literally pushed into the sea by Hitler, pushed into the channel by Hitler. Dunkirk was an amazing success, not a government success, It was people doing what the government failed to do, would not do, or could not do. And people were saying, what can we do? What can we do? Well, I can't just fly to Afghanistan. I mean, I could, could, but it wouldn't be a a huge help. Americans have been going to Afghanistan. Veterans have been going to Afghanistan. There have been a couple different names. (laughs) They're coming up with pretty funny names. Operation uh, Team Pineapple Express. One of them is literally Team America, named after the movie. And these are veterans, uh, ex-special forces, who are going into Afghanistan on their own and rescuing the people that the Biden administration is leaving behind. So really uplifting, really uplifting. And and they told the U.S. military they're there. They're technically listed as supporting elements. So the U.S. military knows they're there. They're not just coming up out of the blue, but they're doing it on their own. What has been incredibly, incredibly demoralizing are the latest reports that the people being saved by these veterans are being turned away put up image three this was making the rounds this morning i'm I'm trying to verify emily miller she's a good reporter she she's in dc she she usually does really good stuff her sources this is the quote that she's getting we're dealing with kabul there are seven buses of female american citizens the cg refused to open the gate I, i assume that's like commanding general we have a congressman with us and we had the state department reach out mg donahue refused 10 minutes ago the females were taken by the taliban they are likely dead now let this sink in have america and we cannot confirm this but emily miller usually posts pretty good stuff you have american veterans there doing what the u.s military refuses to do go outside well not not the soldiers but the brass refuses to go, go outside the lines, save the people that need saving. And when they bring them to the airbase, when they bring them to the airbase, that report indicates that they were turned away and the Taliban got them. I mean, how do you respond to that? How do you respond to that? I, I mean, what are we even doing here? What are we even doing here? The reporting that we're getting... Was that the last civilian flight to leave Afghanistan? Was scheduled to go 30 minutes ago. Just think about that. 30 minutes ago was the last civilian flight. So we're leaving on the 31st, but the last flight for civilians is on the 30th. So wh- what's going to happen next? Are you going to have civilians, American citizens, hanging from the landing craft from the landing uh, gear, falling to their death? Is that how this is going to go? Because they're not publicizing it. But the last civilian flight just left. And, and they're turning away Americans with with their passports. Their blue American U.S. of A. passports getting turned away. American women turned away. Taliban have them. And this is this is the gold standard. There's more on it. image number four. Image four, report that buses of female American citizens were turned away at the gate at Kabul Airport today from retired. Army Ops Involved in the Rescue air Efforts. So she's explaining where she's getting her sources. These are retired Army operators in Afghanistan voluntarily rescuing people. They don't live there. They flew to Afghanistan to do the missions that Joe Biden was too afraid to authorize on the other side of, of the wire. They bring seven bus loads and they're turned away that matches reporting that we heard l- late last week so the, the reporting matches up we had heard something similar but we're, we're quite ready to go to air with it because it's just it's just rumors at that point but you know this is this is what we heard a very similar a, a very similar story it was operation uh team pineapple Express whatever they're calling themselves now that's what we heard that they were turned away we heard that they also brought orphans who were turned away Christians who are turned away. What the hell are we even doing here? What are we doing here? If an American citizen shows up at the Cabo Airport with an American passport, hell, even a U.S. state driver's license, and says, I'm an American. Help me. They're going to kill me. And they get turned away? They get turned away? How does that work? Whose head rolls? That's the ultimate question. Whose head's going to roll? Not literally Facebook censors, not literally. Figuratively, politically, whose head is going to roll? Someone has to. (laughs) I mean, everyone, every bungled military op ever has had a fall guy. Just ask Ali North, who's going to be, who's the fall guy? Because Biden's not going down. Oh, no, 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 no. Biden's not going to go down for this. He won't let that happen. He's got too much money in his foreign policy. He's got 10% set aside for the big guy. Why would he take the fall? Who's going to, who, who's going who's gonna, to, whose head's going to roll? Someone has to. You have Americans, according to that report, being captured, captured by the Taliban after they were turned away by a U.S. commanding officer, general. I know this is the best we're doing. Oh. Uh, we, we have we have brought more people out than ever before on any other airlift ever. That's the line. Well, they say that they brought out over 120,000 people. The little footnote is only 5,400 Americans. Out of the 120-some odd thousand people that they evacuated from Afghanistan over the last two weeks, only about 5,400 Americans. Now, maybe that's gone up a little bit today, 5,400, and they're turning Americans away. So it's not for lack of Americans. If this doesn't piss you off, I don't know what will. And and, and I want to speak to the trolls out there because I know there's trolls watching. I absolutely know there's trolls watching. How are you still supporting this man? Remember when Donald Trump was president, they're like, oh man, you see the tweet he put out today? He called Nancy Pelosi a loser. Are you ashamed for voting for him yet? And we're like, no, she's a loser. Why would I jump ship over that? Those same people i are not saying, oh, no, this is, this is great. They have they've blinders on. They are removed from reality. They, they won't even look at what's happening in front of them and recognize that they put the worst person in office they possibly could. Not a single U.S. soldier had been killed in the previous 18 months. Why? Because Donald Trump threatened to bomb the ancest- ancestral village of the Taliban commanders if even one American was hurt. And they knew he wasn't messing around. They knew he wasn't messing around. He just dropped the Moab on them, the mother of all bombs, the biggest non-nuclear weapon in the United States arsenal. A bomb so big, the military didn't want to drop it because they didn't know what would happen. They didn't think it was possible to drop this big of a bomb and not kill civilians at the same time. Spoiler alert, Donald Trump dropped it and they didn't kill civilians with it. The Taliban knew he wasn't messing around. And, And you get Joe Biden and this idiot. They offer him Kabul, whether he can hold it or not, what does it matter? Don't let the Taliban march in. They offered to stay outside. Remember all the reporting that uh, there was reporting at the time. I didn't prepare it because I I just thought of this. I just remembered it. There was reporting at the time that said the Taliban has reached the edge of the city, unclear if they're going to advance. Remember that? They don't know if they're going to advance, but they've reached the edge of the city. And then within half a day, they were advancing. You're like, wow, they made their decision up pretty quickly. Well, it turns out Joe Biden surrendered it to them. He said, no, you can have it. So that video of the Afghan president, um, what? Ghani, him running away, carrying all that money and fleeing. Yeah, it was an ultimate act of coward, of cowardice. Absolutely. But he also just got stabbed in the back by Biden. Biden said, yeah, come on in. You can have it. You can have it. And the rest is history. The rest is history. 13 Americans dead. We don't even know if there are civilians among the wounded, American civilians among the wounded or the dead. We don't know. There there were some reports that some of those operators, those veterans that were operating Afghanistan on their own, some of them might have been injured because they were in the area when the bomb went off. We don't know. We don't know. Why? Because the Taliban controls Kabul. The Taliban didn't control the Kabul. Even if that bomb went through, we'd at least probably have an idea of of who was among the injured and the dead. We don't know. It's so depressing. And, And it's not mistakes. I can take mistakes. If you make a mistake and you own up to it, I can take that. We've said this on the show before. Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter made a mistake. He let Islamists take over the U.S. embassy in Tehran. He let it happen. He could have read the tea leaves. He understood that the government that had been installed, (laughs) removing Mossadegh from power, putting the Shah back in power. He understood. Listen, the United States caused Iran to be like this. You all understand that, right? I don't expect anyone to be a a scholar or a student of Iranian history. But there was a very charismatic man of the people who was basically in charge of Iran. His name was Mohammed Mossadegh. And he was great. Everyone loved him. He was was a moderate, right? It it was great for everyone except for British Petroleum. British Petroleum hated him because he wanted to nationalize the petroleum industry in, in Iran. So British Petroleum and the UK government started pressuring the United States to take him out. So that's what happened. Mossadegh was taken out. And the Shah King was installed instead. So you had a democratically elected leader who everyone liked, everyone except the oil industry liked. He was in Iran. The United States helped the UK depose him, take him out and reinstall reinst- and um, Shah Reza. I, I forget. Reza Shah. I, I forget his full last name. Um, they reinstalled the Shah. Well, what happened then? People said, wait a minute, we elected this guy and these foreign... Business interests just deposed him. Now we're left with a king. we didn't want a king. we wanted to have a democratically elected parliament. So there was huge unrest. and what happened? The Islamists rose to the top. The Islamists took advantage of that fervor and they created the Islamic Re- revolution. So right now, when you have the mullahs in in Iran, you wouldn't have had that if the United States hadn't been sticking its nose where it didn't belong. So yeah, lots of blame to go around, right? Jimmy Carter should have known what was coming down the pike. Should have had that embassy evacuated. I get it. Should have what it could have. Fine. In the immediate aftermath, he did order, he did order, a rescue operation. He ordered a rescue operation to save the hostages. He ordered a rescue operation to save the hostages. It didn't go well. Put up my screen. I believe there was a sandstorm in the desert. One of the helicopters crashed. It was really bad. It was was about as big of a failure as you can get of a rescue mission. So they had to scrub it. It was embarrassing. But as I said last week, at least he tried. At least he understood that he made a mistake and he tried to fix it. He understood that he should have evacuated the people from the embassy. So he was going to try and send the commandos in to save them. It didn't work. Sometimes things don't work success is never guaranteed in anything in life when you're flying helicopters through the desert sometimes there's sandstorms and things just don't go well if you remember when the us military went after um osama bin laden one of the helicopters failed it crashed they had to blow it up on the scene and, and load everyone into the other one these operations rarely go off without a hitch but at least carter tried at least the peanut man tried joe biden didn't try he's not trying listen if this is what it looks like trying to save americans i would hate to know what it would look like if they actually had a, a public policy of abandoning people and that's what this all comes down to we're going to take down my screen this is depressing me looking at this so much and that's what this ultimately comes down to can you imagine imagine you had a president who wanted to leave everyone behind or wanted to leave Americans behind, wanted to surrender to the Taliban, would he do anything differently? Ask yourself. Joe Biden claims that he's he's the American president. If you had a president who wanted to lose in Afghanistan, who wanted to abandon troops, who wanted to humili- humiliate America on the world stage, would you do anything differently? Not a whole lot. I can't think of a whole lot of things you'd do differently. Listen, we're here for a lot of reasons. We're here for here because Joe Biden, in many ways, is he, he is mentally incapable of doing the job. But we've also seen that when he did the job, he he's so wrong that now 13 Americans have paid the price for it. So yes, it's treason. It's treason, giving aid and comfort to the enemy. Well, how else do you define a president issuing an order to surrender Kabul to the Taliban when the Taliban offered to let us keep it? I don't know. It's hard to figure out another word to describe it. I don't know, guys. I don't know. Put up image number five. This is more reporting from um, Emily Miller. Retired special operator in in the U.S. The Taliban have been mass executing people on the streets of Kabul, too. But that's not on the news. Confirmed by two sources on the ground. They're executing people executing people i wonder how many of those people were on that list that joe biden gave them i wonder how many i don't know this is this is so depressing it's so depressing because at the end of the day joe biden his, his the policies that he ran on are abysmal they're abysmal right but no one wants A president to fail this badly no one wants it we said this during the trump administration like what kind of idiot if you're on a plane maybe you hate the pilot's guts but what kind of idiot sitting on a plane hopes the pilot crashes no no you 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 hope that his laundry list his his laundry list of uh of policy proposals hope that they don't go through and then america survives thrives you hope for a good economy but we're left with this. So no, I, I I don't take any pleasure politically in this, though I think the, de- the Democrats are going to get walloped, walloped in the midterms. My goodness. I think you could see 20 seats flip in Congress alone. They're going to get walloped. I don't enjoy that. Like, I, I, I didn't hope that this would happen so we would win in November or in next year. No, of course not. Of course not. We all hope that that the president is able to right the ship, right, or or keep flying the plane and, and successfully land us, so we can all deplane. But that's not where we're getting here. Joe Biden is is literally incapable. And based on his performance yesterday, put up my screen again. He has better things to do. I still can't get over this. You can't. You can't check your watch. You're standing at Dover Air Force Base. You check your watch. They're bringing the men and women that you killed. You killed them. We know that the Biden administration knew the attack was coming. We know that they knew where the attack was going to be. Those 13 men and women, they died because Joe Biden and his team knew where the attack was coming and didn't warn them. Didn't get them out of harm's way. Didn't move them back behind sandbags I don't know do anything like right? do maybe it wouldn't have mattered I don't know but do something oh we are having trouble securing the gate really the most powerful fighting force the world has ever known is having trouble with a gate come on come on back a car up to it so you can't open the gate wow 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 I just I just fixed the problem no this is this is so It's heartbreaking. I feel emotionally and mentally drained watching this. Watching this unfold in front of us. It is worse than a train wreck. This is like watching a train wreck on TV. You're like, wow, I can't look away. This is horrible. But then you realize you're on the train. And you're on the other, it's a long train. And you're about to hit the same bit of track where the derailment happened. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. Oh, I can't look away. It's a train crash, but holy crap, we're on the train. It's so heartbreaking. It doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't. We don't have to have a dementia, dementia-ridden piece of crap. Not my words. Those are the words of the mother of one of the fallen soldiers. We don't need to have one of those in office. We don't have. We don't need to have a feckless fool. We don't need a coward. We don't need any of this. The founders demand Joe Biden's removal from office. Sorry, Kamala Harris is bad. I get that. I get that. But that's no—that's no defense. When you commit treason by giving aid and comfort to the enemy, literally, you don't get to stay in office because, because you're your vice president is also batshit crazy. Now, you don't get to stay in office. You're out. Oh, and she's out out too. What else is there to do? That is the last peaceful option left before us because we we can't survive. We can't survive another, what, 1,230-something days of this. We can't survive that. That's insanity. This is what Joe Biden accomplished in seven months complete abandonment of Afghanistan. Who in their right mind would ever work with the United States again? Just think about that. These are men and women and families who secretly helped the United States forces. They believed in in a united Afghanistan and they were willing to work with the Americans to achieve it. Now Joe Biden handed the list with their name on it over to the Taliban. Who in their right mind, if we're ever in a foreign country again, Who in their right mind would work with the American forces? Who would do it? It, it, Suicide. Even if you support the mission. Who in their right mind would voluntarily help a foreign power, knowing that that foreign power is going to turn them over to the enemy the minute it's advantageous? This is going to have widespread implications for decades and it's not just our ability to wage war. Like we have very powerful signals, intelligence, uh, technology, we do. But the backbone of our intelligence operations remains human, human, H-U-M-I-N-T, human intelligence. The ability to have sources on the ground relaying information to us. Now, sometimes it's, it's BS, but sometimes it's very, very helpful. How is the CIA going to be able to 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 recruit human sources when they see what's happening in Afghanistan. No one would help us. There's not enough money in the world to get someone to help us if they know their name could appear on a list given to their enemies. This is going to destroy this country. It's, It's going to destroy our ability not only to make war, but to protect the homeland through surveillance abroad. It's going to be devastating. It didn't have to be this way. It did not have to be this way. Yeah, Zach, you're right. Thank goodness there's no more mean tweets. Thank goodness. Thank goodness the mean tweets are gone. Orange, man, so bad. Thank goodness. We have more to talk about on the other side of this break. Our phone number, if we can put it up on the screen, Mr. Producer. 888-441-1121. If you want to call in, let me know what you think. I'm I'm trying i'm really trying to package this up for you guys it is is getting harder and harder to explain this in any way other than this man committed treason this man is a is a traitor he is a literal danger to this country we'll be right back on the other side of this quick break ronald reagan famously said that our freedoms are never more than a generation away from extinction Conservative Daily exists to make sure that never happens. With our community of 700,000 members, we fight every day to hold Congress's feet to the fire and stop them from surrendering our rights and freedoms. The fight to take this country back is not over. Please join our movement right now by going to conservative-daily.com and clicking the subscribe button to sign up for our free call to action newsletters. We have a chance to save this country, but only if we all work together. Again, this is conservative-daily.com. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button at the top.